Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I found her name, Annie Sorquin. Her name's Annie Sorquin. Tell me. She was a young widow with three children living on the first New York settlement. On Halloween night of 1679, an angry mob approached her home. The influenza outbreak had infected most of the settlement, and many people blamed Annie's family because of their Celtic beliefs. The crowd broke into the house, looking to punish her and the children for the misery they were suffering. But ultimately, they were discovered and captured by the mob. On the same night, they burned them at the stake. As the children cried out for mercy, their mother was forced to watch on in horror. With her last breath, she swore to return every year on that day and replace her three slaughtered children with those from the living. That's all the information I have, Mike. Thank you. It's officially spooky season. We are kicking things off with a story about the ghost of a scorned woman hell-bent on kidnapping children on Halloween night. Only one man can bring her to rest eternal. Find out who that man is tonight when the dolls discuss 2015's Pay the Ghost. And now, the Dolls of Horror. Welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. Jamie, I'm so excited. Why? It's spooky season. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know You know why else I'm so excited? Why? Because Nina's our guest. Uh, I thought so. <laughs> Nina! Welcome Nina. back. Hi! Hey. It feels like it's been forever. It hasn't been that long, though. It hasn't. So our first episode of Spooky Season was my pick, and it was 
a Nicolas Cage movie. And since Nina loves it, caging it up, yeah, we figured this would be a perfect episode for her to be a guest on if she wanted to. And of course she did. So here we are. I almost wore my Nicolas Cage shirt, but I'm saving it for this weekend. <laughs> All right, doll collectors. To kick off 2023 spooky season, we are going to be discussing Pay the Ghost. 2015, right? Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. I know Nina has seen this movie. Nina, when is the first time you've seen this movie? This is one I'm really not sure on because I've seen so many of his movies. And I hate to say it, some of the lower budget straight to video movies kind of start to blend together after a while. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So probably, you know, five years ago when it first came out. <laughs> and I, I loved it, of course. So. Aww. And Jamie, this is a new watch for you, yes? Yeah, I um, I actually watched it at the hotel. I spent a night at the hotel this week because the skunk smell was so bad. <laughs> but like the hotel was cool, right? So they had this like chalkboard on the door where you could write little fun things in chalk. And we ended up writing, nobody cages Nick Cage. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> so that was our mark that we left upon the hotel. So yeah, this one's dedicated Aww. to you, Mr. Cage. That is, I love that. That's so <laughs> amazing. I love it. Yeah, this is a new watch for me as well. Never heard of it before. Yeah. But since Clark did such a good job in recommending Hellbent to us for Pride Month, I said, Clark, what are your favorite Halloween movies? Or do you know any Halloween movies that we're not quite, you know, maybe won't be aware of? And this is one of the ones he threw out there. So I said, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who have not seen Pay the Ghost, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A professor frantically searches for his son, who was abducted during a Halloween carnival. It is directed by the German director, Yuli Edel. This guy had 70 credits, but the one I really, really, really recognized was a Tales from the Crypt episode that he directed. It was called Came with the Dawn, and it was the Perry King and Brooke Shields and Valerie Wildman episode. I didn't really recognize any of his other credits, though. Nice. Mm. I yeah. love that he's got some horror roots. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, this was written by Dan Kay, and I didn't know this, based on a novel mm -hmm. by, by Tim LeBone. Um, I wasn't aware this is a book. This seems like an amazing novel to read. I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah, I thought that would be a great read. Yeah, starring Nicolas Cage, Sarah Wayne Callis, and Veronica Furs. And let's jump in with our favorite kill. Why would he want to kill his own girlfriend? There's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. Nina. If I have to pick, it's going to be Hannah. If I don't have to pick, none, because I didn't like any of them. <laughs> Just because <laughs> you, it went CGI heavy on the kills, unfortunately, and you don't really get to see them and enjoy them. I'm kind of with you, Nina. I, if I have to pick one, it would be Hannah, too, because yeah. she kind of gets like like pushed or thrown out the window almost by like the CGI bird thing. I called it. She got Aunt Maggie out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal though. And very surprising. I did not expect that. Yeah. And I will say, I liked the little, like at the end, I think they come back to her body and the yep. birds are like yeah. eating. And uh, yeah, I liked that. I liked the little return to her body. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. 
you know, for me, it is Hannah as well. Like I said, it reminded me of Child's Play a little bit. Yeah. I really liked it, but I also loved when they come back to her at the end. I wasn't expecting that. I thought, okay, she gone. But then mm -hmm. I realized, yeah, we haven't found her yet, right? Right. And there the birds are just pecking away at her. And and then what? Now is she alive? She's possessed? What's going on? Yeah. Who knows? Ooh. I would like a sequel, please. With Nick Cage. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> you know what, though? I was really, really, really struggling on finding a kill. What made me choose this was that final end scene, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Before that... I I had the, the psychic yeah. um, all bent up yeah. and broken. It was awesome. But not because of her kill scene. She was the one in the morgue, right? Yeah. If that scene. Burned. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah. It was I gotta say, scene. I love that they killed the psychic because you don't expect them to do that. You expect the psychic to be like the hero of the movie and they kind of broke that trope and I really admire that. I love it too. I like that too. Yeah. Anyway, I loved her on the slab. She had her open chest, but <laughs> as they said, no organs. And she was all burnt up on the inside. Like she was black, like she'd been lit yeah. on fire, but like she was like yeah. a piece of wood instead of a human. Anyway, I did that, like that. I really, really liked cool. that. If it wasn't for the whole loop around at the end, she was going to be my favorite for sure. Yeah, because, like, it's creepy to see, like, a body on a table with no organs in it, and it's, like, burnt, like, all burnt just inside. A skeleton. I know. So I did, like, I almost chose the psychic just for her, like, organ-free body. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> it was very cool. And I'll be honest, I, I did have a hard time paying attention to this movie, as I do with most movies. This has nothing to do with this movie. It has everything to do with me. And at first, I didn't realize that the psychic and the lady on the slab was the same person. That's fair. I had to um, watch it twice. I caught that the second time around. I thought they were two separate kills. I kept missing Hannah's death scene because it's so fast. I know. I did that too. And I was like looking down and all of a sudden it's all, it's the next scene. And I'm like, what happened to Hannah? <laughs> so I had to rewind it. I also missed that entirely on the first watch again. Wasn't watching, yeah. watching. But I saw that final scene. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I had to piece together. I had to piece together. I had a little bit of like movie amnesia after I watched this somehow. And so then I was like going through my notes and I'm like, oh, what the hell does that mean? What what did I mean right. by that? What happened there? So then I like watched <laughs> it again and I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. That makes sense. Okay. Because like so, I was so you, literally like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so you played a few so rounds fast. of what the hell is Jamie talking about with yourself? Yeah, I did. I played like for an hour uh, plus. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay, fashion moment. So many looks. Yeah, looks. I struggled on a lot of these topics. This was one of them. This was not one I struggled on. Oh, go for it, Nina. What you got? <laughs> um. Winner is hands down Nick Cage's cowboy shirt. Whoop whoop, same. <laughs> <Fucking> awesome. <laughs> I've got some others, but I'll let you guys go. I literally wrote down that one of my favorite moments. It's like it's like Nick Cage like on the ground in his cowboy shirt, yes. you know. <laughs> but the cowboy shirt is like hands down the winner. Hands and he's down. got the chaps on too. It's like that's totally something he would wear in real life. So I love it. <laughs> It was so cute. It was so cute. You know, yeah. I also really liked his red sweater vest in the beginning. Yeah, like when I we first that. see him and I was like, oh, 
these Rocky Mountain sweater vests. I love it. Right? I love a good burgundy sweater vest. And that that was my panic pick. Aww. I watched it all the way through and I couldn't find a fashion moment. So my second time around, I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I thoroughly expected that to be all there was. But then I found two other options I like even more. And neither okay. of them are the cowboy outfit. Which which ones do you pick? I'm so boring compared to you guys. Okay. So first and foremost, I really love the psychic's dress. It had a really cool pattern on it. It was really pretty. Yeah. Jamie, you would so rock that dress. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> and uh, actually, I take it back. I have three. Second, I had um, Hannah but in the beginning when she's looking at the driftwood. Okay. And she's she's wearing like a vest and a very wide collared shirt. Oh yes. Okay. Very yeah. wide collared. Okay. And I thought that was really cute and kind of yeah. looked like it was almost seventies, which I was into. Yeah. And last but not least, I had the Samhain ritual masks. Of That's the a good one. I didn't even on. think of that. I really I didn't even think of that. I liked it. I was going to choose the robes, but I'm like, That's so boring. But the masks. Are cool, the especially cool. the white mask. Yeah, the white yeah. mask for the guy that was standing over the fire. That's the one. Jamie, what what other ones did you that. have? The only other one that I had was uh, our psychic, but it's her black heels because I think there's a shot where you see, like you see her black heels. Um, so anyway, I like when shoes are like a little device or a yeah. focal point, and I was like, ooh. So uh, that was my only other look, but I loved her black heels. That's awesome. clever. I like that. Yeah. Um, I also really. The rest of these are Kristen because I just loved Kristen's looks. Um, mm -hmm. I loved her pirate costume; it was so adorable, it was and adorable. she rocked it. I also loved her pencil skirt with the knitted gray cardigan. Mm -hmm. I it took me a couple times to actually see the full cardigan, but like it had like this crisscross pattern. It was so gorgeous. I loved that. Nice. And then um, Kristen's knit beanie she was wearing towards the end. I totally have a beanie just like that, and I love beanies, so mm -hmm. loved it. Oh, those are good looks. Are good I noticed looks. her sweater too, like the knitted. It was like a really cool, like different yeah. kind of pattern or texture or weave. It was cool. It was really pretty. I've never seen anything like that. I would want Same. one of those. That's why I really like the psychic dress. The pattern was like, oh, that's very interesting. Like, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Guys, I only have one. I have one too, and I'm sure it's the same. Maybe. I, I have know. one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> May I go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I just, it's the mom's pirate hair. Oh, I almost oh, picked that. I liked it. In the curls. <laughs> and it was under her, it was under the, the bandana. It, it was yeah. super cute. It was really cute. Not everyone can pull off a bandana hat situation True. and she rocked it so good. So it's that. Mine was Kristen's twist ponytail look she had. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Aww. Jamie, was that yours? <laughs> no. Uh, so there was, she what? wasn't even in it for that long. There was a cop, like a lady cop, and she yeah. had a little black bob. Okay. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it was cute. And she was on, she was not really in the movie all that much, but I saw it and I was like, cute, cute bob. I picked that. I love that. I, love I was afraid too. I wasn't going to have any fashion. So I was like looking for background people at the carnival, but yeah, I eventually I found stuff. So. They were yeah. all very boring to me. For a Halloween party, for a Halloween carnival, I really didn't find it very interesting fashion I know. wise. Which is that, was, that could have been a good opportunity to throw in some like little Easter eggs and they, they could have totally. done more there. But seriously. Seriously. It's hard to organize extras. What can you do? No, it's it true. Is. It is it is true. 
unfortunately, a lot of the, or very fortunately, rather, a lot of the Halloween movies that we do watch have costume parties and some really awesome costumes. So that's kind of what we've come to expect from this type of situation. So it's kind of a letdown when I didn't get it. So Give us fabulous Halloween costumes. We demand it. Yes. (laughs) Perfect excuse. Okay. Prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? I had too many. I've got so many. <laughs> I got, got one, two, three, four. I've... At first, I had none. And then I was like, I found everything I wanted. Again, me not watching the movie like I should be. That's what happens. <laughs> All right, Jamie, what you got? Okay, so um, I think if I could have, okay, the thing that I want the most, I guess, is I think I'll take the driftwood with the markings on it that they're, like, looking at and Hannah mm-hmm. has. That's, like, our introduction to Hannah, I think. Um, yeah. So I'll take that, display it That's beautifully. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Do you guys want a ping pong? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Summer, what did you have? The driftwood was my first choice, too. But since Jamie picked that already, I'm going to go with Charlie's Missing Poster. That was on my list as well. That's my second pick. It's kind of an easy one to pick, I know. But the Driftwood, I want most of all. But yeah, Charlie's Missing Poster. Maybe even more the other kids' Missing Posters to go with it, too. Yeah. Nina. Um, My winner is at the very beginning, you only see him in a couple shots. Um, but there's little bat decals in their apartment window. Oh. And I want them so bad because they look just like the creatures. So I want them. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. really good. Okay, I wrote Sad Clown Mask. I think it was one of the ghoul children. Yep, I know exactly the one you're talking yes. about. Yeah. And, I, and I remember wrote it. Yes, because I remember it stood out to me where I was like, ooh, I want that. And I had to think about it for a minute. And I, that's one where I like was reading my notes and I'm like, what is that? What sad clown mask? But yes, it was one of like the ghoul children, like the spirit children. I actually Aww. almost put that on my fashion. That was almost my fashion oh, moment. Oh, okay. So yeah. Okay. So next I'll take Mike's uh, letter, Mike's acceptance letter. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't even think of that. And then if I ever got the opportunity to meet him, I'd have him sign it. Aww. My next thing, Charlie had a little bat mobile thing hanging oh. over his bed. You like the bats. <laughs> it's Halloween decorations. <laughs> and bats They're are sky cute. kittens, okay? I know. Oh, oh, my God. Yes, I love that. They are sky they kittens. Are. If you've ever That's seen so one, just think they are. they are little kittens. They are but, adorable. Yeah, he had a little bat mobile mobile thing over his bed and i loved that i thought that was so cute so I want you know that. side note when i was working at starbucks a long time ago when i first moved here we had like a little patio thing and at one point there was a tiny itty bitty baby bat like i'm talking a baby like he was like the size of a cadbury egg Aww. baby bat under one of our tables and chairs kind of by the close to the wall um so no one was hurting it or anything but we were keeping an eye on him and, and eventually he disappeared so I know he was a little baby bat. Little baby bat just ended up there. We don't have a big bat problem in Chicago, but I don't know where he came from. But yeah. I have tons of bats in my neighborhood. So usually when the sun is starting to set, they'll start uh, flying around the lights and stuff and ch- hunting the bugs. Oh, wow. And so I love to go in walks and watch them. They're so good. And then I do their little flying around yeah. and they're so cute. <laughs> they're all over Missouri. So we oh, got a lot of caves. We got so. a lot of bats. 
We have a few, but it's not a big thing. We have more foxes than we have bats, I think. A bat ended up in one of my coworkers' apartments when they just flew right in the door, back door, and she couldn't get rid of it. I would have kept it. me. I know. Named it. Feed it some watermelon. She was. We love watermelon. She was freaking out. Oh, that's the cutest thing. Yeah, she she was she was freaking out. She was so scared, and I'm like, it's a little scary, but it's also kind of cute. Turn off the lights. It'll be fine. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Next, I have Hannah's research book. Oh, you guys didn't, Jamie, especially you didn't have that. I didn't have that. I'm shocked. I thought for sure you had it. I I'm disappointed in myself. I should have that on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I expect you to have that. Anyway, I'm very impressed. I'll do better. (laughs) (laughs) I did have a, I think it was the, the lady in the, in the like little uh, thing in the woods. Uh, She was wearing this like moon necklace. You guys remember yeah. the moon necklace? That I would love because it was gorgeous and I love That's the moon. Gorgeous. I was just yeah. hanging out with my girlfriend Saturday and we had a moment where like we're all like, man, the moon is the moon is beautiful. I love the moon. I love its energy. So my girlfriends and I were just like <laughs> loving on the moon. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it was full moon last night. So Yeah. <laughs> was that I don't remember the necklace in the scene you're talking about, but I did make a note of wanting, this almost was a fashion moment as well, wanting the necklace of the woman at the ritual. Was it the same necklace? Yeah, that, that woman, thing, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I saw it at the ritual because she was talking about it. And yes. um, I wanted that. Yeah. Okay. So we got the same it's one there. beautiful. Yeah. Do either of you have anything else? I have Except one more me. thing. I got um, one more. The handheld camcorder with the video of Charlie and Mike <sighs> at the carnival. I want it. Ah. Uh. And play it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Didn't think of it. Should have, but no. I can't uh, believe you didn't think of that. I know. Shame on you, Summer. <laughs> you know, shocker, I went with another paper item here. Oh, uh, yeah. Makes Charlie's, sense. Charlie's drawing. Charlie's drawing was cool. I almost picked it. I, I almost know. picked that too. I know. Yeah. Like I said, the first time I watched this movie, my prop list was like insane, out of control. Okay. Epic line. Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Kind of struggled on lines like a lot. I did not. I struggled on lines. You did not? It's a well, Nick Cage movie. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was having, I was having issues. So, Jamie, what you got? Okay, so I, I was having a little struggle bus with this one. I did pick one line. And it's amazing, and I love, <laughs> love, love it. Okay, it's kind of like a whole big line, but um, it's when he's in his class, Professor, <laughs> Professor Cage, which I love. <laughs> I wish I could have been in that class and listened to him like reading poetry or I wouldn't have been like, paying attention. Oh, I know, <laughs> so distracted. But when you go out tonight, spare a thought for Lovecraft, for Stoker, for Poe, and for Goethe's Earl King. Because they were all bound by one great and noble objective. To scare the living shit out of you. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Love it. There's no greater, there's no greater task that somebody can complete than scaring yeah. the living shit out of people for fun. And exactly. especially if they're trying to scare us. We are the toughest selves also for that sort of task. So, yeah. 
you know, if you feel up to the challenge, bring it on. Let's go. We, we're dying to and know. Thank you. Thank yes. you. We appreciate thank you. you. Scare me. <laughs> that that was also my winner. It was so Aww. good. It was so good. Um, My runner up, though, I guess this comes, I believe, in the coroner scene, right? Yeah. Happy Halloween, Jordan. What do you got for me? You're not going to believe it. Got a real trick or treat for you. Love it. I love it, too. And I didn't send this to Nina because I didn't think it was um, that good. But now I'm thinking I want it. I want it. (laughs) So she doesn't have it. Can we just hear the Earl King poem that Professor Cage was reading to us? My darling, my darling, I see it all right. Tis the age gray willows deceiving thy sight. I love thee. I'm charmed by thy beauty, dear boy. And if thou art unwilling, then force I'll employ. My father, my father, he seizes me fast, for sorely the Earl King has hurt me at last. The father now gallops with terror half wild. He grasps in his arms the poor shuddering child. He reaches his courtyard with toil and with dread. The child in his arms finds he motionless. Absolutely. (laughs) Because it's so fucking sweet. And I wrote it down as a line, but then I was like, "Mm, it's not really that epic. It's just a it's a it's a common poem. It's part of folklore. Everyone knows it. But I loved hearing him read it. I'm just saying. He's got a great voice. He really does. He needs to do audiobooks or something. He'd be great. If he hasn't already. My winner, and I'm so surprised no one picked this. Is um, it's a conversation between Mike and Kristen. It's after she's finally accepted that there's something going on. Maybe it's time to bring someone into the house. Like a psychic or a medium or, or something. Those people are frauds. <laughs> I fucking love that line. So good. So much. My runner up, it's. Um, it was kind of a panic pick, but also, like, again, his delivery is so great that I just, it was fantastic. So it's after Charlie goes missing, it's like a year later, and he's talking with Hannah. All I had to do was protect her. And isn't that what a father does? He protects. I couldn't even do that. Mike, listen to what you're saying. You can't keep beating yourself up. It won't bring him back. My son isn't dead. I feel him. And until I know what happened to him, I am not going to stop looking for him. Yes. <laughs> like, ah. that's how any person should be about their kid or their yes. animal. Like, I don't have kids, but if my pets went missing, I would I would be devastated. So mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Uh, I like that That's line one too. of those. Yeah. Daddy make me feel safe. Like... <laughs> Daddy Nicholas Cage make me feel safe. But he yeah. lost him. <laughs> hey, he was holding his hand the whole time. He was. That's but not kid. really because he lost him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a cautionary tale, witches or not. You know, Pay you attention. Turn, you turn your back for two seconds and the kid goes missing, especially in a carnival situation, especially in a Halloween situation. Everyone's masked up. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a cautionary tale. Is that <laughs> all you had, Nina? Yeah. Okay, so... While you were doing that, I I googled uh, <laughs> Nick Cage audiobooks. Oh, <laughs> he narrated Davy Crockett, 
the kids oh, okay book. nice uh, it's only 20 minutes long <laughs> oh, so i know what you, i'm doing later <laughs> so if you want right. to crock it in you can go listen to that on audible he did not narrate this but this is amazing it is a book on audible again read by keith sellen wright written by keith phillips it is called age of cage Ooh. and it's his picture so it is about him so Beautiful. it's it's a it's a it's a book about him. I'm not sure if it's a biography. Age the cage. Ooh, yeah, awesome. He You're needs welcome. to do more. He does. Thanks to Jamie, though, um, he will forever now be known as Daddy Cage. Yes. <laughs> one by one, I'm turning them into our favorite daddies. <laughs> Papa Kane. I forget who else we got, but one by one, I'm getting them. <laughs> okay, so this is way back, at least two years ago. But we were talking, for some reason, we were talking about Ryan Reynolds. Oh, in Amityville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you, I think that might have been your first daddy reference, Jamie. It might have been. Wow, it was that <laughs> recently. It was one. that. It was that long ago. It oh was that. Gosh. I mean, it was a long time ago, and I don't even remember which episode it was. I don't remember what movie we were talking about, but yeah. And you're like, "Hey, daddy," or "Hello, daddy," or something. <laughs> daddy Reynolds. Daddy Reynolds. No, we're gonna call him Daddy Ryan. It. He's oh, too young. Super serving it in that movie. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, he is. <laughs> oh my god. Have anyway, you, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, have you seen? <laughs> have you seen? Um, have you ladies seen the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, that was Baby Reynolds in that. <laughs> What? I think yeah he was like the boyfriend character so oh that's my gosh yeah so that's <laughs> no. what I think of him first in that because I grew up with this guy I watched him in that and watched yeah. him in like movie of the weeks when he was still like young and pudgy no I I miss I kind of miss pudgy daddy Ryan no. <laughs> <laughs> not anyway. that how he is now isn't great but uh I don't know I, I like a little guy with meat on his bones so <laughs> <laughs> he's was just still, dreamy all the way was. around he was still slender he just had like a baby fat on his face still i i always remember him from blade i love yeah. Him oh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah this was before that this was like yeah he still looked like a child so. <laughs> okay good lines guys i had again i had trouble finding lines on this one but yeah i did too but there were good there were good lines yeah you Jamie's... guys pulled up somewhere i'm like oh that was a good line that was a good line too i love yours yeah. jamie of course that one's my my winner and i'm probably so going good. to use it in my life from now on yes so good. <laughs> so good all right it is time to talk about our actors but before we do that we need to take an ad break now there's about 20 of them out there don't worry, we're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know. It's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. No! Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack! And another thing. How come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? 
Aim for, for the, the head. head. What? Aim, Aim for, for the, the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. And now for acting. You know every face in here. i got a respect for the unknown actor. Guys, I did not know very many people in this movie at all. Me either. I just wrote down if I recognize them from something, that's what I wrote. Right. So. Yeah, I only knew a handful of them. Let's start off with, with Mr. Cage. Professor Cage, as we call him in this movie. Yes. Can I okay. start? Yes. Yes, please, girl. <laughs> okay. So first off, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That came out last year or the year before. If you like Nick Cage as much as I do, you have to see it because Nick Cage is playing Nick Cage and it's fantastic. (laughs) And it also has Pedro Pascal in it and it's such a great time. I love him. Oh, I got to check that out. They're adorable together. It's a, it's definitely a bromance movie. It's fantastic. I'm just going to name some of my favorites really quick. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, of course. Willy's Wonderland. Guarding Tess. Vampire's Kiss. Yes. And Moonstruck. So making my list, I clearly had an era of Cage that I really enjoyed. Because these were all from the 80s and 90s. Okay, nothing new I liked. Except... Like, nothing in the last 10 years, at least, that I liked, that I've seen. And I have seen some, and I didn't like them. So, I had a moment for Nick Cage, all right? (laughs) Jamie, do you want to, like, go back and forth? Yeah, because some of my favorite of his movies are kind of in that era, too. Yeah. Okay, well, I did have Moonstruck, because I love love Moonstruck. (laughs) But I I think I love most of all, of all these, Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of nostalgia for that movie. My dad loved that movie. He loved the flying Elvises. He watched that movie <laughs> all the time. And so I have such fond memories of, of watching that movie with the family. So yeah, Honeymoon Vegas is my favorite. One of my favorite of his movies ever, ever, ever is Raising Arizona. I okay. love that movie so much. <laughs> I really love The Weatherman. That's a good one. Good Chicago movie, yo. I mean, yeah. I watched it all the time right before I moved here to kind of get in the in the mood and the mindset of moving to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I also really love Adaptation. I love yes. Adaptation so much. That's a good one. <laughs> it's so good. Valley Girl. Aw. <laughs> wild at Heart. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah, Wild yes. at Heart. <laughs> Peggy Sue got married. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I feel like you guys are picking all the chick flick ones. What? I mean, it's true. I think Wild at Heart to me is one of like the most straightforward like Lynch movies. It's a little bit yeah. more straightforward than some of his other movies, but it's still Lynch. And uh, the first time I saw it was at the Loft Theater, the one that I always talk about. Aww. So that was great to see it on big screen for the first time. So love that movie. And it has a really kick-ass uh, cast in it. 
I also really loved uh, Mandy. I thought that was really, really cool. Mandy. Yeah, yeah. that's on my list too. <laughs> love that one. I didn't like it. I love it. You're crazy. It, it <laughs> was so cool. I really hated it, kind of, actually. I wonder if your opinion oh, will change. Maybe. Maybe we have to cover it one time, maybe next in the early next year, and maybe my opinion will change or it will get stronger either way. But yeah, I was not a fan of this movie. I was kind of annoyed that I spent an hour and a half or two hours, whatever, on this movie. I loved it. I didn't like it. Um, but uh, I do really love The Wicker Man. Wow. <laughs> really? I do not. See, I love <laughs> the original. That's... Yeah, same. And it's different. Yeah. Um, now... I will say that I, I mean, like every time that I've put on his version of the Wicker Man, I mean, I've had some fun with it for sure. Um, but I can't say that I liked it more than the original because <laughs> yeah. I love the original. I, I don't even it. like it as a standalone. I can't. I just can't. I liked it more than the original, but I've only seen the original once and it was so long ago. Like before, before that. this w- yeah. new one came out. That's so how dope. long ago. So, yeah. What else you got, Jamie? Um, this is a newer one, too. I'm sure it's on your list, Nina. Color Out of Space. Yeah. I loved that one, too. That's a good one. What about Face Off? Not a fan. <laughs> I liked it's... Face Off. I'm sorry. People hate like that, that movie. It's not my fave. It's not my fave. But it's been a, it's been a while since I've seen it. <laughs> oh, I already gave you my favorite Nick movies. Now we're, now we're just on extra Nick movies. <laughs> I've got some extras still that are some of my favorites i got a few more to go yeah okay jamie do you have any others you guys take it away i mean the only other one i had on my list i think was leaving las vegas Mm -hmm. that's on my list too that's a good one yeah um i also have snake eyes love that movie i did like that one Mm -hmm. you'll have to watch it jamie because it has like one of the longest ever i think um opening shots like it's all (sighs) one shot it's oh, so you know, good. I love that. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember who directs it, but I feel like it's, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. You you love this guy. Um, <laughs> Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah, it's a great, him. it's a great <laughs> movie. You have to watch it. It's one of those, okay. like, it's shot from different angles and it's like a whodunit thing. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that's All right, Brian I have that on my list now. Oh, yeah. Him. I also it has a got fun a cast out. too. It's got Carla yeah. Gugino in it and John Hurd, R.I.P. Gary Sinise. Sinise. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Go and watch it. <laughs> it's fun. Also, got to do a little shout out to Con Air. Con Air Aww. is on my list for sure. Yes. Add that on my Con list. Air. How about the Cotton Club, guys? I haven't I seen that I've one. Seen that. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's the '80s. It takes place in the '20s, Ooh. and I mean, it's mm. it's just so good. It's heavy because there's like, you know, it's dealing with the, the racism and the clubs and stuff. Fred Fred Gwynn is in it. Oh. Aww. Yeah. So it has Richard Gere. It has Gregory Hines in it. Wow. It has, again, like we know, Nicolas Cage, Fred Gwynn, Gwen Verdon. The, uh, there's lots of dancing in it, right? Um, Julie, Julian Beck, if you don't know, he's Reverend Henry Kane in Poltergeist 2. Oh, okay. So this was one of his last movies. Poltergeist 2 was his last movie because he was mm-hmm. pretty much on his deathbed when he was making that movie. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, this was the 80s. So, and it's, writ- it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola. So it's directed oh. by, by Daddy. It has Lawrence Fishburne in it. It has 
wow. Tom Waits in it. Oh, I love it, Tom Waits. It has, That's incredible. It wow. has Jennifer Grey in it. It has it. I mean, God, you, you're gonna watch this movie and go, "How did I not know this movie?" I'm already oh. thinking that because of the cast. Like that's incredible. I know. Me too. And I, like, I love yeah, Coppola. I so yeah. yeah, as Giancarlo Esposito in it. I mean, it what? has Bill Cobbs, and I've talked about Bill oh. Cobbs because Bill Cobbs was in. I still know what you did last summer and the people under the stairs. So I know yeah. I mentioned this movie before with that. And so, I mean, guys, Henry introduced this movie to me. I don't know what kind of when we first got together. So it's been a while and it's so good. It is so, so, so good. It's just so good. So I wrote we, it down. So I'm going to check yep. it out. You guys yeah, got to check, check it out. out too. You will not be sorry. I promise you right now, at a time of recording, it is streaming on Plex, it is streaming on Freebie, it is streaming on Pluto. Those are all free. It has also Prime and Roku and Amazon. So okay. Amazon's Ooh. different. Yeah. It is um, out there. It is available. Oh, yeah. And no, I have it on, on DVD, but it is so good. I mean, you know. Anyway, that that's my Cotton Club talk with Summer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, guys. Listeners, if you've seen you. the Cotton Club, let me know what you think because it is, it's just so good. Um, but last but not least, I have Ghost Rider. <laughs> I neglected to mention that one on purpose. So <laughs> I was wondering if one of us was going to say the words. <laughs> I will so, not. <laughs> here's the dealio. I, I wasn't going to be the one either. <laughs> I didn't like the movie that much, but I liked parts of the movie a lot. So the only other things I have on my list are eight millimeter. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Love that um, one. Let me see. Making Renfield, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Frozen Ground. Talked about that one recently. And then mm. um, Prisoners of the Ghostland is one he did in 2021 with Bill Mosley. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I've heard really good things, so I'm going to have to check that out. I've been wanting to see that one really bad, but I, I haven't yet. I've been putting it off. It's like a bottle of fine wine. I'm trying to save it. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one other thing that I forgot to add on him. Um, yeah. He is he is in one of the mock trailers in Grindhouse, which I love. Yeah. He. He is actually in the Rob Zombie directed mock trailer, which is mm-hmm. called Werewolf Women of the SS. Yes. <laughs> and he's in he is that. in that one. Yeah, and it's yes. really good. <laughs> okay, moving on to Sarah Wayne Kelly is playing Kristen the mom. Uh Jamie, by the way, her birthday is June first, so she's your birthday twin. Oh, Aww. another birthday twin. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Had to mention Genius. that. Saw that. <laughs> I don't know her from anything. I know she was in The Walking Dead, but I haven't seen The Walking Dead, so I don't know. I only knew her from Walking Dead. She plays Rick's wife, so yep. that's all I got. Only only knew her from Walking Dead as well. Okay. Jack Fulton plays Charlie, our son. He was in Critters Attack in 2019. Which I still <laughs> haven't seen. Me either. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Way to convince me. <laughs> it's not oh, great. Really? Watch it. But <laughs> at least at least it wasn't CGI critters. Yeah. It was that's real fair. critters. Okay. And it had Mama D in it for a little while, so there was okay. that. But it definitely wasn't the critters that we know and love. Also, <laughs> I got one more thing. I saw this like three years ago. 
It's called uh, Take. I believe it's called Taken Too Far. It's a Lifetime esque movie about dancers and, and vicious dance moms. I love oh. that. Beverly Mitchell is one of the dance moms. Oh, I love that. Nice. That's so awesome. She was not the vicious one. The the other ones were the vicious ones. But yeah, so he was in that. But I don't have anything else for this young man. What about you guys? I've got a couple things. Um, he was in The Boys. Um, oh. That's a fun series if you haven't checked it out yet. Only a couple and episodes, but I liked it. I like it a lot. It's really awesome. If you don't like superheroes, they kind of riff on them a little bit. <laughs> yep. Um, and then he was in the Stephen King miniseries 112263, which is one of my favorite books of his. So Yeah. What did you think of the show? Did you see it? I didn't like it. <laughs> but see, he was I in haven't... it. Yeah, I did see the show. I haven't read the book yet. I wanted to. The show was kind of like, meh. But I liked the story, yeah. so I was like, I bet the book is better. It is. Definitely check out the book. Um, I'm not a big James Franco fan, so it kind of broke my heart that they cast him. And then, it's like, a lot of James Franco. <laughs> it's a lot of James Franco. And, uh, yeah, I they just cut out so much, and it broke my heart. So I like the Franco brother that was in the other movie we talked about. What was it? It was um, Basket Case. I like the Franco brother that was Frog Boy in Basket Case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember? Like, oh, there's yeah. another one. Yeah. And, like, he was my favorite mutant. And, oh, he's also very handsome. Yeah, we were like, oh, he's cute. Yeah. <laughs> he's my favorite Franco. I'm sorry. <laughs> he looks too much like his brother. It'd be a pass for me. I like it. I like his brother's look, but I like this guy's I, look more. I don't his like darker. anything about James Franco. I just darker instantly features. put off. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're and now it makes sense now. <laughs> no. I sense these things about people. So if you're ugly on the inside, I can tell normally. So yeah. anyways. Yeah. Jamie, anything for you for young those were the um oh um you know he was in a couple of episodes of Hemlock Grove which I did not watch too much I started mm. it because yeah. it has um it has one of those Skarsgård boys it has mm. the one who played Pennywise Bill mm -hmm. Bill and I think I love him I love him so I was like oh I gotta watch this it's got Bill in it oh my gosh um so I I never like finished the series but I did watch some of it um so he yeah. wasn't he wasn't a few episodes of that. Veronica Ferris plays Hannah, the researcher. Uh, she's German. She had 100 plus credits, but they were mostly German titles, so I wasn't really familiar with any of them. Were you guys? I didn't no. know her from anything. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um, Jordan, the detective, played by Lyric Bent. First of all, dreamy. So uh, handsome. Yeah. Yes. So handsome. Yeah. He had 86 credits, but I really most knew him from Saw. He played Rig in Saw, of course. Yep. Also handsome in Saw. So I was like, I'm yes. Yeah, I'm literally looking at his little picture right now because I have an <laughs> IMDb up and I'm like, oh, hello. Like hello. his arms are like really nice. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple more things, but do you guys have anything else? I had one no. thing for him. Um, mm -hmm. It was for Antonio Banderas' dance movie, Take the Lead. Oh, I haven't I seen that. that movie. You need to rewatch it or watch it because Antonio is so hot in that movie. I own I love it. him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a dance instructor that goes to the projects and yep. like teaches these kids from detention how to dance. Oh, that's and it's dreamy. based on a true story. So I kind of remember this movie, but I don't think I saw it. But I remember I it. it. I think it was straight to DVD, but yeah. It came out really in fun. the same era when they were doing a bunch of dance movies. Uh, Save yeah. the Last Dance was in this era, time period. Honey was I in this time period. Step up. Right. 
step up um there's another one i'm trying to think of with richard gear for a while i really thought you could solve all problems by dance-offs i've done it a couple times but you can there's actually been a time I, I challenged somebody to dance off at the bar um, and we did it. And there's been other times where I was like, what? Dance off. Let's go right now. You and me. Come on. It that would can be resolve awesome. all problems. That was my technique for a while. I was like, I'm just going to resolve every problem that I have with a dance off. Somebody bumps into me. Hey, you, you and me on the dance floor right now. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I love that. As, as, a classical dancer myself I don't really know how to popular dance right but I don't think there is no problem that cannot be solved by dancing I'm just saying like I said sometimes when I'm mad I go back to my room and I dance for like 10 minutes and I'll you be got like to. you know what I'm really fucking pissed but I'm gonna go dance in my room so dance I'll be it off yep and I've always that makes feel me think of Kevin Bacon from Footloose yes <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I <me>. love it <laughs> oh my god guys speaking of Footloose Sorry, I awakened the beast. (laughs) In my tap class right now, where she's she's teaching us a routine to one of the songs from the Broadway production of Footloose. Oh, how fun! And then I heard it's not the version that they're using. It's it was a version done by someone else long time ago that they borrowed. But where she's playing it, I'm like, this is from Footloose, and I was the only (laughs) one in class that said that. I'm like, what? Aww. You would so, think dancers would be more into would know. musical theater. So well, thing is, yeah, these though. are adult dancers. These are not career dancers like I was a long no. time ago. Like I'm a career dancer that was away for 20 years and I'm coming back. Yeah. These are adult dancers that just started and don't have any gotcha. background or or knowledge. They just wanted to to try something new. Maybe they Get always wanted. Right. Maybe they always wanted to learn how to tap dance. And so, ah, that's cool. This is this is a majority of what the students are there, which is why it's an amazing studio. You're not yeah. intimidated to go there because you know it's not a competitive environment. It is a supportive, everyone gets to succeed environment, no matter what. So I love that. we're dancing to a song from Footloose the Musical, and nice. I could not be more thrilled about this Footloose talk over. Sorry, guys. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, um, I haven't seen that dance movie in forever, but I own it on DVD, so I'm going to have to put it in and watch it. Yep. Okay, I have Skinwalkers. Anyone seen Skinwalkers? Well, yeah, to keep meaning to, but I haven't. Oh, it's good. It's good. I love Skinwalkers, too, so I need to watch Me it. Too. <laughs> I like. I liked it a lot, and it's not really my specific subgenre of movie, but it was really well done. He was in the last season of The Affair. I didn't get to the last season. I, as I said, I don't really have the stomach for that show. I watched the first two yeah. seasons and fell off. Henry watched it all the way through. I kind of like tapped out and said, I'm good. This show does not make me feel good. Yeah. So I stopped. Yeah. This, and there's, it became a, like a big soap opera of everything. And I was just like, and it's not even like the passions kind of soap opera that makes me feel good. So he, apparently he was in the last season of that. I didn't see it. But um, if I had, I would have recognized him from that. The show Rookie Blue from 2010. Watched that. Haven. I watched that. All the seasons were gifted to me one year of that. So I have that. And I haven't seen this, guys, yet. Have you seen the horror film from 2010, Mother's Day? No. No. I saw that on his I list, I saw that though. on, yeah. I didn't, I knew somebody would write it down, but I had not seen it. I want to see seen it. it. 
Well, there we go. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. We were looking for Mother's Day movies this year. Boom. Yep. We got one for next year. Listeners, as the kick-ass producer that she is, when we say something and she knows we're going to want to refer to it later, like maybe we have a hot guy poof, I see her pull out her notebook and start taking a note. So when we need to refer back to it, she's she's on it. She is. And she's always... She's Thank actually, you. Yes, we couldn't do it without Aww, you. And she's, she's also... True. She's on top of the game where we are not. She's like, hey, guys, don't forget we have to do this this week and we have to do this this <laughs> week. And I'm like, dude, totally forgot. Lifesaver, Nina. Best I'm producer ever. Space case. Yeah. Same. Thank you, Nina. <laughs> Same. Best I'm barely ever. holding it together, guys. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm here for you, but I'm, I'm like a, I'm like that, uh, guy from Beetlejuice where he's just hanging along. Oh. Like, <laughs> yes. Same. Looking, feeling a little flat today. <laughs> um, I only had one other cast member. If you guys were done with Lyric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Handsome Lyric. Um, our, we've talked about this guy on multiple occasions. Our blind man, Stephen McCaddy. We just yeah. talked about him for we Father's Day. We just saw him. Yes. And, you know, we've talked about him in Haunting in Connecticut and some other things. So I don't think we need to go through his list again unless Nina has something she wants to add for him. Not really. No, I think we covered it in Come yeah. to Daddy. <laughs> Anyone else have anything that I missed? I have one other person. Okay. Um, I just recognized her from one thing. Sophia Wells, she played the middle child in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And she was in Crimson Peak. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. And I liked that movie. So I was like, I okay. Hey, that's, that's cool. Probably one of my favorite Guillermo movies. Oh, mm. it was so cool. Like, I almost rewatched that one recently because I'm like, I need to watch that again. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> yeah, visually, her. it's so stunning, too. It, it is, is so very stunning. Pretty. Yeah. That would be a good Valentine's movie, unofficially Valentine's yes. Day movie. I love that. I didn't remember liking yeah. it very much. Oh, I loved it. I, I loved I, it. I thought it was really pretty. Def- definitely so pretty. And that house was like, whoa like how that was done was dreams stunning now but the story and the movie itself really wasn't a fan so maybe we need to do it so maybe i can change my mind you guys can change my mind that's my valentine's day wish <laughs> anything for you dearest jamie oh shucks <laughs> okay cinematography I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life okay so our cinematographer in this one is sharon mirror he did rings the Last House on the Left remake. And have you guys seen The Haunting of Molly Hartley? No. No, it's been on my list, though. Same. I loved it. I watched it a couple of years ago, and I loved it. Now, and I, it's fresh in my brain because I was scrolling through my screen box because they changed their movies every month. And yeah. that one's on there now. Ooh. So you can watch it without commercials on Screenbox. It's also on Tubi with commercials, but it's on Screenbox, so check it out. It's very like movie of the week, but I really liked it. Oh, okay. I love that. I love possession movies, so yeah. or I do ghost too. stories. So. It has a fun cast. Fun cast. You're gonna like it. Nice. Awesome. Okay. Um, I do have some cinematography notes, but Jamie is really good at cinematography, so I'm gonna let her lead on this. Okay, let's see. So I will say the overall like color tone of the movie was really interesting. It was like kind of like a gray, like very dark kind of feeling. Um, okay, 
That being said, there was some really cool usage of light that I liked um, in the beginning when the kids are hiding under the hiding on the basement level. The way that the light comes through the slats of wood was really gorgeous and cool. Of course, we have Professor Cage um, in front of the projector when he's speaking to the class. And so the way that the light is kind of like interacting with him, I thought was really cool. Yeah. And let's see. I did kind of like um, how the carnival scenes looked, like how they were moving through the carnival. And then um, <laughs> I don't know if this is cinematography or not. I just said I knew it was going to end with a CGI vulture flying towards the screen. <laughs> I just knew it. I just knew it. When I started to see the vultures, there was something about me that I'm like, this is how it's going to end. A vulture <laughs> is going to fly towards us. <laughs> and. And that'll be like, ooh, what does it mean? <laughs> okay, so the CGI vulture, it reminded me a lot of the ending scene. I, I kind of understand, Jamie, what you're talking about, about knowing what's going to happen. Because it really reminded me of the ending scene in the remake of Satan's School for Girls. <laughs> it wasn't a vulture, it was a crow, but it ended up looking at the screen and I think it flew towards you. And Molly just stared at you for a while. And then the credits rolled. It was a made-for-TV movie. It wasn't that fancy. But... <laughs> Love it. Again, going off of what Jamie said, the lighting in this movie was fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. um, there's the sequence. It's right after Charlie goes missing and Nick Cage is by himself and he's walking towards Charlie's room in the hallway. Mm -hmm. And there's this, like, light coming behind him. And it's just so gorgeous. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, any time when they were underground where the homeless people were and stuff, that was beautiful i just love how it was just lit with the fires mm -hmm. and everything oh, that was yeah. awesome and there were a lot of like slow zoom-ins and um you don't see that too much but like it really set the tone of like what you were feeling mm -hmm. and what was going on totally. so i like that a lot speaking of setting the tone of what you were feeling i loved how when he loses his kid how that was shot really frantic cuts yes indicating the panic that he was feeling which is awesome and yeah uh, you guys talked about how dark it was. I agree, of, of course, but dark in a good way. We can see what's happening. But it yeah. kind of reminded me of like a modern film noir, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, Definitely. I had, a, I had a movie in my head uh, comparing it to, I can't remember. You know, just gone. Thoughts gone. But <laughs> the underground scene reminded me some of some of the shots in The Fisher King. Yeah. Oh, definitely. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, I wish I could remember what movie is reminding me of anyway yeah it's a modern film noir almost a um like jamie loves her urban horror this is an urban thriller an urban mystery maybe and so that's really neat i loved this is one of my favorite things i saw in this whole movie pre-carnival when charlie's looking towards the carnival and you just mm -hmm. see the carnival shadows on the big ass building loved it yeah i like the Samhain ritual that was really cool. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. I love the Ghost Realm kids, how that was. And when he goes into the Ghost Realm, kind yes. of reminded me of Insidious cool. a little bit. Sorry. Definitely. Yeah. I'm like, he's going into the further. Oh, wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's see here. I don't know what I'm talking about exactly. I, I did Ghost POV. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I'm thinking. There were a couple shots where there it were. felt like you were looking from the ghost perspective or like the vulture perspective almost, yeah. like especially when Charlie's about to get kidnapped. Yeah. So I, I can see that. I don't know. What else? Yeah, I that wonder... happened several times. Yeah. Several times, like once he's down there mm -hmm. for sure. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I really also liked the staticky house camcorder video on the camcorder <laughs> is yeah. Nina mentioned that's her prop. Um, very ring in this guy like rings. It. So there you go. Okay, special effects. Man, that one made me puke. It's supposed to make you puke. I don't have actually a lot for effects. I just had <laughs> Dun dun dun. I wrote <laughs> Yeah, okay, you guys are gonna laugh. Flying psychic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was rough that's why it wasn't my favorite yeah. kill yeah and then um ghost kids that's really all i had for effects i help me out guys i had, I had a couple of things um mm -hmm. i thought the whole like ghost world was just absolutely gorgeous from mm -hmm. the fog at the bridge and everything mm -hmm. that was really well done and then when he's like touching the hands of the children the ghost children and how it turns to vapor i thought that was really clever and really pretty and then the bending and breaking of the bridge at the end oh I yeah that. that was good that was so cool that was good yeah that was really cool um you know mostly i wrote that i said that cgi turkey vulture though <laughs> um <laughs> It's true. Mm, and, you know, I will just go out there to say I, I adore turkey vultures, guys. Like, I think they're beautiful <laughs> birds. I think that, like, people just see them as ugly. And I'm like, um, they're designed, like, really well for what they do. Their heads look like that because they have to protect themselves when they're like digging mm. into carcasses. So I'm like, they're actually they're actually very important to the ecosystem, people. They're beautiful. Have you ever seen them in flight? Because they are gorgeous. They are all over Bisbee, huge flocks of them. Like mm. they roost in the yeah. caves up there. And they're really I cool. will say they almost made my prop list because I love the creature in real life. And I thought, even for CGI, I thought they were gorgeous. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love turkey vultures. So, I was glad they were in here. And then I wrote, I don't know exactly what this means. Mouth opens black smoke. Anybody remember that? No. Was that remember. the psychic? Maybe. I think it was a psychic when she died. She Somebody like, opens their mouth and smoke comes yeah. out. I think it, I'm pretty sure that it's a psychic because she was, she burned it's on the inside. Burned. So, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, like you said, Nina, I liked the ghost kind of spirit world and the ghost kind of spirit kids. I thought they looked really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, music. Music is my life. <laughs> oh, guys. Our composer. <laughs> Our composer. Joseph Loduca. This guy. We've probably talked about him before, Jamie, because okay. he did Evil Dead. Part 1, 2, and Army of Darkness, as well as Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, he, he's part of the Evil Dead family. Oh, he is also part of the Chucky family. He did Curse oh. and Cult of Chucky and the Chucky Show. It makes awesome. sense now. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. He did Boogeyman, Part 1, 2, and 3. Okay. Nice. The Messengers. Have you guys seen The Messengers? I only saw so, Part 1. So it was like little oh, shadowy yeah. kids, kind of, or ghost kids or something. Am I wrong? I don't think I've seen that. I think I'm thinking of a different movie. It has the guy, um, Eliza Dushku's in it. I love her. Um, she was Faith and Buffy. Yes. <laughs> I love her. And she was in Bring It On, which is also a favorite yeah. of mine. So. <laughs> I lied. Taking it back. Starting over. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of a different movie, clearly, because 
This one has Kristen Stewart in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Penelope Ann Miller, Dylan McDermott, and my personal favorite, John Steve. Corbett. Spoiler alert. I love him. He did it. I love him. Yeah. I fucking love was... John Corbett. <laughs> I do too. Like I said, the guy from my big fat Greek I was just going to say, I have just been watching so much of his beautiful self. I'm always like, he's the one. He's the one. Anyway, I love him. Such a crush. <laughs> so the messengers did that also okay. the, the prophecy part something i think it's part four okay oh, i didn't watch that one i, watch I that just one. went on a prophecy binge part one through the end and yeah like two months ago i did that and let's see oh also we've talked about this the american gothic tv show from 1995 because we just okay. did the movie not long ago and last but not least, I got to talk about this because I saw this on the credits and it brought back so many memories. Saw this movie first run. <laughs> he did a movie of the week with Veronica Hemmel and Pam Dauber and Lisa Jacob, you know, the daughter from Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm -hmm. It's called A Child's Cry for Help. And it's, it's about, um, it's, it's about this, this woman who has that thing where parents will make their child sick to get attention. What's that called again? Um, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. There's a, there is a word for it. Yeah, yeah there, it's a, it's a, has a name. And this was the first time I was made aware of it. I think this movie was maybe in the late to mid 90s. Anyway, it's called A Child's Cry for Help. And <laughs> I love this movie. I watched it first run, like I said. I said, oh, that was a good one. That's everything you want from your movie of the week. Is it Munch Munchausen's Trousers System? Yeah. Syndrome? Something. Munchausen's yeah. Munchausen Symptom Syndrome. Okay. That makes I think sense. that's what it's called. By I've proxy. heard of that. Yeah. By proxy. I remember the by proxy part. Yeah, by proxy. Because uh, Munchausen Syndrome in itself is like yeah. seeking, you know, basically seeking medical attention or attention for a falsified, you know, illness or whatever in, in yourself. So by proxy mm -hmm. is like your kid. Yep. Gotcha. Anyway about that nice. and that's the first time i'd heard about that and it was a really good movie i'm just saying i liked it a lot and the cast was great anyway he composed <laughs> that so that made me smile and chuckle a little bit mm -hmm. and now i want to watch it again <laughs> i gotta find this movie yeah <laughs> okay what do you guys got for the music um i just wrote down portal song because i loved it so much <laughs> it's gonna be in this episode good <laughs> yes i love that's i I loved it so much. I normally turn off a movie when the credits start to roll. I didn't let my streamer kick me onto the next movie this time. I <laughs> let it run because that's the song they were playing and it was beautiful. I just let it run till the end. I want to put it on my iPod in my horror uh, score playlist. I'm going to look for it on mm -hmm. Spotify because I loved it that much. So. Mm -hmm. Well, even if you can't, you could always like what I did with my playlist a lot of the times because I couldn't find some of these things was i youtube to mp3 did it and downloaded it okay you don't need any account like any special paying for youtube things no okay. no no it's just a program you use on your computer but um i okay. use um all my music is on apple it's on itunes so from right. once i downloaded it onto my computer i moved it into my playlist on itunes okay i've got itunes on my computer so yeah works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely going to to do that because I love this song so very much. 
Jamie, yeah. did you have anything for music? Yeah, there. I just read that there was some like slicey kind of sounds in the music. I didn't know any like slices and shatters. And mm -hmm. I wrote there was a sad my boy is missing piano and strings moment that I liked. Yeah. It was very pretty. And then um, it also, I don't remember exactly where it was now, but it did feature the song Once It Was Mine. Yeah. And I love that song. So I liked that. That mm -hmm. one's added to my Spotify playlist already. Aww, <laughs> I, I loved it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was really pretty. It was so it had, gorgeous. It had two other songs listed also as well. Mm. One was called Beautiful Garden by Alexander Orest. And one was called Bar Top Dancer by Ooh. Electro Illusion. Ooh. That sounds like something Nick Cage would have on his playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Jamie, going back to your theory that no problem cannot be solved with a dance without a dance off. Like seriously. So true. So yeah. true. Resolve your issues this way, folks. Yep. Dance it out. Okay. Uh let's see here. That's all I had for music. Same. Same. Okay. Aging. Stand the test of time. I mean it's a pretty new movie, but how well do you think this will age, guys? Well, there's not really a lot of technology, so I think that's got it in its favor. The only thing I think is going to age it is the CGI, because we're always improving our CGI, and I think that that's going to... I mean, it already looks dated, so... Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like, it's the new camp, <laughs> if mm -hmm. you look at it that way. The bad CGI is the new version of camp, so... True. True. Yeah. I, I love like that, the... by the way. That's true. I like yeah. the old version of camp better. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but yeah. yeah. I, I agree with Nina. Like, um, there's no like fashion giveaways, right. there's not a lot of technology, like it's just the CGI. Maybe yeah. the camcorder. A yeah. little bit. They, but even yeah. in twenty fifteen they wouldn't have that. Yeah. I don't yeah. think. Um, I don't know. I had one. I had one like that. It was only a couple years old too. Yeah. But I think they were starting to phase them out by then, but yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a really nice one. Yeah, I, know, I want one. Yeah, I did I bought too. It. I bought it on Black Friday. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, twist. And why can't they find their pops, man? Because he's probably dead. His body will come popping up in the last reel somewhere. Eyes gouged out, fingers cut off, teeth knocked out. See, the police yeah. are always off track with this shit. If they watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like Jamie's twist list. <laughs> Sometimes they're better than others. Sometimes they're like just stream of conscious nonsense. Um, Those are the okay. ones, though. I know. That's the ones that I'm always shooting for. This one, uh, let's see what we got here. Okay. His work is getting in the way of his life. Creepy drawing. Kid drew a creepy drawing. <laughs> um there's a guy who escaped from prison it could have been him the vultures mean something <laughs> <laughs> is charlie reaching out uh are they all connected all these missing kids and these people who are missing ki other kids she's carved symbols into her arm kids who go missing on halloween they're the ones who don't get found again like you need to find them okay <laughs> um annie I think was the the lady's name, the mom's name. She was blamed for influenza yeah. and burned at the stake. Who gets blamed for influenza, by the way? That is crazy to pin on somebody. I mean, women. Before, before the discovery of germs. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you she must what? have done it. 
I, I blame people for my colds, not because they're sick and gave me their colds. I just want to blame somebody. Like, this is all your fault. Jamie, I blamed you for my cold because you have a cold. Jamie lives in Tucson. I live in Chicago, but Jamie gave me her cold. I'm convinced. Hey, when, when, you're, when your friendship is strong, the flu can travel miles and miles and miles. Yeah, you were so. having empathy for her situation. Exactly, and it made Fuck you that sick. shit. Make it go away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue, Jamie. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, there's a portal. It closes at midnight, so get in there. Um, spirit children, ghoul children, and then Charlie doesn't remember a thing. And then Hannah is eaten by. Oh the yeah, vulture. and then Hannah is like possessed or something like that. Yes. So what's going to happen we'll with know. Hannah now? That kind we'll of sucks know. for her. A little bit. She has all these like. <laughs> stakes through her and the vultures are there and like, not good mm, it's rough it's rough <laughs> okay pacing what are you waiting for huh what are you waiting for i got a little bored sometimes just I did a little too. just a I little bit too. and just sometimes so it wasn't that bad i thought it was fine i just think that there were some things that i don't know how they could have gotten my attention better but I don't know, maybe make your kill last longer because yeah. I kept missing Hannah's fucking death scene. Yeah. So um, I kept rewinding because I was like, I know there's one more death and I haven't found it. <laughs> I've seen this it. movie dozens blinked. of times, but yeah, they could have shortened some things up and mm -hmm. I don't know. If your psychic is going to die right away, maybe don't have the psychic. Yeah. <laughs> but... but... I would have loved for them to do some insidious stuff where, you know, uh, this mm -hmm. is what they're doing with insidious now where ghost psychic comes back. Yeah, yeah. for that sure. Would, that would have been nice. Scary. Well, no. it's us, so. Um, yeah, it is us. What was this rated? Was this PG-13? I believe so. I think it so. is PG-13. This, this feels like PG-13. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, see. No, my, my thing says not rated, so this must have been a direct-to-video. Wow, that makes sense, though. I will say, the idea of losing, first off, anybody, but especially your child, would be terrifying. Like I said, Absolutely. I can only imagine losing my pets, and they are my children, so mm -hmm. I can only imagine how terrifying that would be. Plus, like, his relationship with his wife, like, gets fucked up because of this. Like, that's terrifying, too. So. Yeah, we see that in a lot of a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, they especially horror. The kid, yeah, they lose the kid, and then the relationship falls apart. Kind of mm -hmm. saw it in Insidious a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, it just yeah, it's rough. It's got to be rough. Yeah. I don't have children, so I don't have that connection or that bond. But I can't like even like imagine because then, especially if it's a child, child, not like an adult child, but a child that that got kidnapped. Like this movie did, the feelings of guilt. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. even if there was nothing you could have done, the feelings of guilt and despair and anger and. And not knowing what happened. Not knowing what happened. Misplaced blame, yeah. mm -hmm. too, right? Yeah. And the lack of resolution, you know, mm -hmm. just having this hanging over like your life, really yeah. like yeah. wondering, is, is he okay? Is he here? Like, you know, is he hurt? Like, does he need anything? Like, yeah, yeah that'd be scary. He's I remember dead. when my dog got out and that was like, I was crying my balls, my balls out, crying my eyes out. 
I was crying my balls Your out. eyeballs out. Yeah, I was crying my eyeballs out, okay? And um, I was running around the neighborhood just calling his name, you know, oh. just like crying and calling for his name, you know, his name. And I was so terrified that, you know, something horrible was going to happen to him. I'm like, he'll run out into the street. He's a fool. He's an adorable fool, you know? And then I found yeah. him at the park, just sitting there, hanging out with Aww. some other dogs. So <laughs> happy he's smiling and looking at me like hey mama and i was like you get over here right now mister so that's so cute but yeah the terror is real though i was like me he was so happy he had such a good time he's prancing home the whole way and i was like oh my gosh i was worried sick about you and i'm like you were just over here having fun making new friends jeez (laughs) so cute i um the one time Pearl got off of her leash, that terrified the shit out of me. Yes. But thankfully, she's obedient enough. She came back before that happened. But yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine. Oh my god, I'd be a wreck. So terrifying. So terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a cat go missing once, too. And I asked the cat man who lived in the wash in our neighborhood, because he fed all the cats. <laughs> I was like, hey, have you seen my cat? She's a beautiful calico. And he was like... <laughs> What's she look like? What's her name? And I was like, Cece, she's like 13 and has, she's missing teeth. She shouldn't be out here. And he was like, oh, he's like, I would remember her if I'd seen her. She sounds beautiful. And he's like, but I will keep an eye out. And I was like, please do. I live over down there if you find her. And he was like, I'll keep an eye out for her. So yeah. And she, she eventually just came back home. I was like worried sick. We were moving furniture. My roommate was and she got out. I'm like, she's like 13 and she doesn't have all her teeth like she's not an outdoor cat like what is she gonna do out there there's coyotes and shit you know and thankfully she came back i was so terrified oh wow my gosh i'm so glad you got her back that's so (laughs) scary no i remember growing up with our dogs we had huskies and those guys get out and they don't (laughs) oh yeah they're so smart they bolt and they run for miles and then they get their asses lost and can't come back yeah Like, like we have found them we they would get out all the time because we would open the door and they just dash out and we 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 found them miles and miles away miles away wow. before yeah so it's like man how'd you guys get this far <laughs> I think it covers some ground they're yeah. they're used to it it's in their yeah in their yep. genes so yeah they're like my job is to go go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they can I, jump I like take... privacy fences they're so <laughs> so athletic yeah. yeah it's like i got a sled of penicillin to deliver here <laughs> balto anybody <laughs> yeah i got a i got a sled of penicillin the kids need it i have fucking territory to cover okay <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> fucking love balto i do too i had a stuffed animal of his girlfriend too you know i had both i had the set i love that movie Aww. anyway Aww. yes i was finally able to bring a balto reference into this show <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Storing that one thank you're, you you're welcome that's what i'm here for <laughs> Okay, story. Tell us a story. What story? Yours. I like a fun ghost witch story. I do. I, I, I did enjoy this story a lot. I really want to read the book now. I do too. I bet the I book would it. be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for a ghost story, it was really original. I like the idea of her taking three children at Halloween and like, it's almost like a revenge type thing. It was really mm-hmm. cool. 
it's a little like like La Llorona kind of like style, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where she's yeah. yeah. It's just really cool. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the ritual that they had in the woods too. I really liked the lady who was like running mm-hmm. that thing and she's like, Hey, I'm just a teacher. <laughs> I like that part too. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, if the if this lady invites me to hang out in the woods, I'm saying yes because yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she is awesome. And I love she was she was a teacher. She wasn't a witch. Like or maybe she was, right? Yeah, she's both. Yeah. But she didn't want like any liability on this. Like she goes, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm just a teacher. I don't know what you're right. talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm but... sorry for your loss. <laughs> this is but just she... a hobby. <laughs> right. Yeah. But she was also super knowledgeable about everything yeah involved so that was really cool hey jamie yes do you have taglines tagline rewritten for accuracy i do a couple as you can tell i'm not all that excited about them but um I just think they're so generic. Evil walks among us. What movie are we talking about? We could be talking about literally any movie. Halloween? I don't know. Yeah. She didn't walk. She flew. I know. <laughs> so not accurate, first of all. Not accurate. Okay. And then the other one, um, and I'm going to read you the way that my brain wrote it down first. I don't know why. I, okay. But I. it's not this. But I wrote... He'll stop at nothing to save his summer. <laughs> oh, stop it. You, so you were on my brain, apparently, and then I crossed it out. He, he'll he stop at nothing to save his son. I don't know why I wrote he'll stop at nothing I, to save his son. I like your first one better. <laughs> I like the idea of it being like a season. I know. Like, yeah. That would be really cool. He'll yeah, stop at nothing like, to have a good summer. Yeah. He's like, I am not letting summer end <laughs> ever. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. change that to like he'll do he'll stop at nothing to have a good halloween yeah <laughs> oh your anyway, those are the taglines they're not all that great uh. one could be anything and then the other one he'll stop at nothing to save the sun it's like sure but that could be anything too though it could also be anything yeah yeah come on give me something more than this could be ransom could be insidious Mm-hmm. Like so what? many things, right? Okay, but I like your first one better. Stop it! Nothing to say this <laughs> summer. Like, right over here, Professor Cage. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did I ever tell you guys my uncle knew Nicholas Cage? So no. Oh, uncle, that's awesome. My uncle Henry lived in San Francisco for most of his adult life. He's been passed away for for a few years now. I think he, yeah, he passed in 2020. Anyway, my favorite uncle, but he was acquaintances with Nicolas Cage. They ran in the same circles. Okay, overall movie rating. Okay, Nina, you're you're the Cage girl over here. (laughs) I don't feel like I can give it a fair rating. You know what? Give it. I was just talking to a friend about this because one of my favorite movies. Got kind of remastered as much as it could be because it was not a good copy to begin with mm-hmm. and put on screen box. And I'm so excited because I have a really shitty like VHS rip of this on DVD. Okay. And I'm so excited. Anyway, I said it's my favorite and it's probably really not a good movie, 
but I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. No such I'm... thing as guilty pleasures, man. If you feel good about it and you like that movie, it's not hurting anybody. Be proud. I don't feel guilty about none of the movies I like, and yeah. some of them suck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I personally would give Allison's birthday probably a nine. I but, like that movie. But realistically, it's probably more like a five. But for me, right. it's a nine. Yeah. So. I'm probably going to give this a seven just because, like, it's a really original idea. It's got Nicolas Cage in it. Everybody else, like, can carry their weight against Nick Cage, who's actually being serious for once. And I think it's really a great movie. Even the CGI makes it fun for me. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I like serious Nick Cage. I do. Uh, I like everything about Daddy Cage. <laughs> Jamie? Yeah, so um, I did like this movie, a little different than movies I might typically watch. Mm-hmm. Um, all that being said, you know, this one's kind of in the middle for me. Um, so I am going to give it like a a five and a CGI vulture. Yeah. So it's almost a six. I'm right there with you, Jamie. I'm doing a five. I'm going a five on this one. Nothing extra, just a five straight down the middle. I did not hate this movie. It's not my favorite. I will watch it again. Same. Maybe maybe in a few years I'll watch it again. I'll recommend it to people. And I'm going to seek out the book. So mm-hmm. I liked it enough to want to read the source material. So, that you know, it's not that bad. It's just I thought the story was, was really interesting and intriguing. So I liked it. I did watch a YouTuber review this movie. Oh, God. I bet they ripped it apart. Kind of. He was, he was pretty fair. Okay. He didn't hate it, hate it. He found the CGI terrible and delightful all at the same time. Hey! Yeah. He's alright! Definitely. Like this guy. Right, yeah, yeah. And he just, he said, um, he made a good point where he said he really, really thinks Nicolas Cage is a, is a really talented actor. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that some of, the, of these movies, like this one, don't showcase his range. I can see that. So I can see that, though I thought he did. He did a great job. But I thought he demonstrated good range. range in this too, because but it wasn't comedy. He's good at comedy. We all know he can do comedy, even yeah. when he's doing serious. He throws comedy in a little bit, right? Yeah. So this one was more of a serious tone. So I think dude on YouTube was desiring more of more comedy. The, yeah, comedy range as well. It's a serious range, but I thought he he did a good job on this one. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five, 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 and seven. Not bad. Yep. Okay. It is fun facts time. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. I don't have any. I've got a couple. Okay, go for it. Yeah, because these ones I have are kind of boring, so I don't These are just kind of cutesy little facts. Let's Um, go. So... One thing is, um, if Annie, the ghost, had kidnapped three children per year from Halloween, starting in 1680 to 2015, 335 years total, she would have captured 1,005 children. Impressive. That sounds terrible. She gets around. (sighs) Children. But at the same time, that doesn't seem like that much. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Gosh, how many children is that really? A thousand and how many? Five? Five, yeah. The yeah. real horror, they should do a sequel for this. The real horror is being stuck with a thousand and five children for 335 years. 
sounds like the worst eternity That'd ever. Be horrible. <laughs> but she literally chose this. Like this was like what she wanted. It's like you had three. Now you've got a thousand. <laughs> Do you feel better yet? Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel complete yet? <laughs> yeah. When will it stop, girl? <laughs> and then this one was kind of meh. But um, when Mike is hanging the missing child posters, you can see another poster partly hidden that shows only one word, which hints at the antagonist. So. Ooh, oh, I, like I missed that. I yeah. did too, but I love that. You see it from two different angles too. So like one side you can see more of the poster and then the other side you can only see the witch part. So oh, I'll have to check for that next time I watch it. Yeah. And when I was watching this, this was something that I sought out. I was like, this where is this? Like where is this? Like what city is this? Oh, well, they because said New I, York a few times. Yeah, I had a feeling it was supposed to be New York, but I was like, this doesn't look like New York. It felt like, like Chicago to me. And yeah. it's interesting you say that because the city they filmed this in passes for Chicago a lot, and that's Toronto. Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I could see mm -hmm. that. They film a lot in Toronto and say it's Chicago. They film a lot in Toronto and say it's New York. Yep. And yeah. So I was like, oh, this is Canadian. Got it. So they did some of the like be real exterior shots yeah. for the New York scape. But right. I'm assuming the shots of them like walking down the sidewalk yeah. and stuff, mm -hmm. it's. It's Toronto, and I'm like, okay, this yeah. makes sense on why I couldn't place this city. Wasn't right. paying attention to the dialogue, clearly. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Canada. So, okay. Makes Problem sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's time for shout-outs. Okay, first, we must shout out our Patreons, of course. John, Alex, Mike, and Bill. And there was much rejoicing. I wonder what our leather daddy Alex thinks of Daddy Cage. Ooh, <laughs> inquiring minds need to know. I do need to know. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your support. We appreciate it more than we can ever say. Your support helps us keep going with this show. So thank you. Thank you. Next, we got a shout out, of course, our artist Clark, not just for being our amazing artist, but for recommending this movie to us for this year's spooky season. So what are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. They're very good, actually. Without him, I wouldn't have picked this movie. Thank you, Clark. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. I mean, without him, we'd be talking about a 2020 movie about a meme that comes to life right now. <laughs> I mean, Thank I'm not <laughs> not mad at it. <laughs> I don't know what to expect from it, but I'm not mad at it either. But you know what? I think but this was you. a more solid choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only time will tell. No, yeah, I'm gonna he watch did it. Also, he did also recommend a couple of others, but I thought, oh, Cage haven't seen it before haven't heard of it before nina might want to join i'm picking this one yeah. author david o'hanlon what's that book about oh this is something special hey david have you ever thought about a babysitter massacre book in the 1600s about witches she's the babysitter yes <laughs> i love that and then she gets burned at the stake and that's like such like a drag uh, when you're like babysitting and you're like i don't know how i'm gonna explain this to the parents but uh. or 
she's a babysitter and the witch and the kids get burned at the stake, right? She's a babysitter and the witch comes back and takes the kid she's babysitting. Ooh, I like that. That's We've got two plots for you, David. Pick your favorite and go with it. <laughs> and for for the right price, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> the right price of free. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we love you. Yes. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, producer Nina. Angie Pinchel. Hey, who is also our guest? But Nina, we sang your praises earlier about what a great job you do for us, and you keep us on track, and you remind us when we forget things, which is all the time. So, (laughs) thank you so much for keeping our calendar for telling us when we got things coming up we need to pay attention to and for being our guest today because <laughs> yes. it was great thank you i always love fun. having you on as a guest oh my god yes and of course <laughs> editing all of our episodes like fucking yes. kick-ass woman she is you know she's yeah. a badass at what she does kick-ass love, woman. It. <laughs> love it love it love it but all that aside nina is just amazing and we are so happy to have you on our team and on this episode to kick off spooky season absolutely all right okay so i on our last recording i totally like skipped over this because i forgot because i'm an asshole (laughs) it's time to talk about recent watches but this is life this isn't a movie sure it is sid it's all, it's all a movie. It's all one great big movie. You can't pick your genre. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I wanted to say something, but no. I was like, okay, I guess this is intentional. Well, Same, too, because we'd had so many issues with that uh, yep. recording. I was like, okay, let's just... <laughs> no, I yeah. completely forgot. It was my bad. I, I remember, like, three hours later when I was talking to Clark, I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot the recent watches. <laughs> I, didn't even, I knew something was missing. But, yeah, anyway, I figured I really hadn't seen anything much, and Clark said had said to me earlier that he hasn't prepared anything for our new segment of recent watches either. <laughs> And then, so I figured whatever we watched, we could just carry over. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's start with Jamie. Yeah. Okay. I, man, I I have a few from, part of them are from last week. I did not watch them all. Like, anyway, um, I watched this new documentary on Shudder called Sharksploitation. And it's all, it's all about the shark subgenre. And it has great interviews with, (laughs) movie people as well as like uh like conservationist shark experts and they're really now it was a great documentary great interviews really really interesting stuff i like sharks so i thought it was interesting um now i'd recommend probably breaking it up into two parts because it's fairly long um but really 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 cool so if you like sharks at all shark horror movie shark exploitation check it out it was good 
I also watched Aliens just for shits and giggles because it's been a while. So never a bad time for Aliens. Never a bad time for Aliens. I watched Alien, rewatched Alien recently, so I just figured it'd be good to continue. Um, I watched Ma for the first time. Which one's that? Um, it's Octavia Butler, I think is her name. And okay. she like buys Spencer. the kids. Spencer. Yeah, Octa- Spencer, thank you. Wrong person. Um, but Spencer, yes. And she like buys the kids alcohol and has right. them over to right. her house. Yeah. Ma's a little, you know. Anyway, Juliette Lewis is in that too. Yep. I love her. So I just saw that, liked it. Um, this one made me think of you, Summer. Oh. I finally watched Romancing the Stone. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Um, so that was really fun and cute, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, my God, all these actors have such yeah. iconic voices. Like, yes. I could close my eyes and yes. know, like, them. Like, Danny yep. DeVito, come on. Um, I know. Everybody. Yeah. So that was really cute, and I liked it. And I, my um, intern at work was like, oh, my God, you haven't seen Romancing the Stone? There's a sequel. And I was like, <laughs> I have. I know. I'm sorry. And she's, like, all of, like, 20, you know? And I'm like, I didn't I'm even know wow. there was a sequel. There is apparently. That's it's really good. Like, is it's it really good? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. And then my last movie on my list is Barbie. I saw Barbie um, for it was Sammy's birthday. So a bunch of us gals dressed up. All of us wore some pink. My friend Serena went all out and had her pink wig on and looked really cute. Aww. My friend Sarah was just like black, black, black um, clothing, <laughs> which was great. Um, and I got to say. <laughs> so everyone was in pink and she was there in black. I love yeah. it. That would I be her. Her. Yes. <laughs> and it was awesome it was awesome um and the movie itself was really great guys um it was funny but it had a lot more heart and depth than i was even imagining like really speaks to the woman experience in so many ways like there were points where me and my girlfriends were just like cracking up because it's like that is so true that's how the world is that happens and we're mm-hmm. looking around and we're like why is nobody else cracking up do they not understand do they not get it? what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now that has happened to every woman in this room has it not um guy playing a guitar looking in your eyes for like four hours it has happened to every single one yeah. of us okay um yeah. but anyway, <laughs> uh, i've had some awkward guitar sessions where it's like eh, still going it's <laughs> still going um but it was it was really really good highly recommend the cast is amazing um the set design was like out of control the costume yeah. was great and it just had a really beautiful uh message to be honest so highly recommend i really want to see it now after your recommendation so i, love I already wanted to see it but i was just gonna stream it now i'm thinking about going and seeing it so mm-hmm. it's worth it it's really yeah. good Okay, Nina. Yeah, so I got a list too. This is from like the past two weeks because I have not had time to watch too much. But um, me neither. So I'm glad we waited because I got too. I got nothing. I I barely got anything ever. Um, So a few weeks ago we had a little M Night Shyamalama ding dong talk. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so I was like, I want to watch his movies now. So I watched. Um, knock at the cabin again which was better this time so it, i still haven't I, seen that one it's really good i liked it okay. i liked it even more the second time so we should do that one soon um yeah. signs still love it still funny as fuck especially after 
the government said that aliens are real now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I want to play with some aliens. These people are boring me. I do too. I, so I want an alien friend. I do too. Uh, <laughs> and I rewatched The Village, and that's pr- I gotta say, after rewatching some of these, that one's my favorite still. I love it. Ooh. I gotta give it another chance. It's been a while, so it's fun and it's got a great cast. It does um, have a great cast. The cast was I crazy forgot, good. I forgot some people that were in it, and I think um, M Night Shyamalan always has like a little cameo at some point. Yeah, and I thought his cameo in this, even if it's movie, just his voice. Yeah, yeah. This one, it's his reflection and mm-hmm. his voice, which I thought was love so it. clever, and I love that. And I also, um, I went to see You're Out, which is, um, it was made by a local Chicago filmmaker. Um, it's got our Patreon bill in it, but uh, so he invited me to go see that, and uh, we we saw that, and it's a really great film. It's streaming, so if you guys want to watch it, it's available. I think on Amazon Prime and some other things, mm-hmm. um, but it's um, it's a great little like adult themed family type thing. But it also like talks about pit bulls and like rescuing pit bulls. So like oh, there's a really good overall message. My yeah, and, dog. And I got to meet the pit bull in the movie. <gasps> no, what? Yeah, she she was there at the premiere. She was so cute. Oh my god, that's like the Pitties best celebrity favorite. ever. That dog I who love... ran away at that time was a pity. Oh, I love pit bulls. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. They're big heads. I just want to hug them. And they're I... so sweet. They're such I know. sweethearts. I don't understand I the hate. I just don't. It's misplaced. And it is. the movie addresses that a lot too. So that's really Aww. good. And I like I was now. It was great. Everybody in the movie did a great job. And yeah, I just had a lot of fun. I laughed so much during this movie. It was so much fun. And then the other one. Jamie and I kind of did this by accident. I went to see Oppenheimer yes. the same day Jamie saw Barbie. <laughs> but I only so I only had the whole thing though separate. Yeah, I only had time to see Oppenheimer because it was a yeah. three-hour movie, and yes. I had to go back to work. But um, it was fantastic. I got to see it at the Music Box in Chicago. Um, they were showing it at seventy millimeter. We had uh, one of those here, mm-hmm. and it was sold out. Like the line was around the block. People were still trying to get in. Yeah. And they had um, different people there to discuss the movie afterwards. There were people that are activists for, like, against nuclear weapons, basically, and why we shouldn't use them. Mm. Um, They work with the government in Chicago as well as, like, federal. And they had a woman from Hiroshima, Hiroshima survivor, there, which was so cool. Ah. Yeah, what a cool so event. The movie was fantastic. It has such a great cast. They did a really good job of squeezing everything into three hours. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see that one. Best acting I've ever seen from Robert Downey Jr. Ever. Really? Oh, and he's great. Like He's, he's great. great at everything, but yeah. this, like, so good. So I good. Him. I do, too. My turn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Nina and I also went to an event. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, and we, thanks to Flashback Weekend in Chicago, hooked us up with preview passes to Haunted Mansion. Oh, how yes. fun! I totally forgot it's been so long. Well, you know, lots happened in two weeks. And anyway, yeah, yeah so we, we went on a Tuesday, you know, it comes out on Thursday or whatever. So we went two days early. It was a cute movie, I think. Um, mm-hmm. little long for my liking, 
but I don't like long movies. But I think Nina and I both at like the hour and a half mark were like, all right, we get it. For a family film, yes, I'm mm-hmm. that way for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I love Danny DeVito in this movie, and I love Owen Wilson. I love everyone were... in this movie, though. Like I loved everyone. Was... But... Everyone delivered yeah. a really good performance. The ghosts, yeah. everyone, the people I wasn't aware of who they were. Is Rosario Dawson in that one? Yeah, yeah she's Am I right on that? Mom. Yep. Yes, you are. I love yep. her. Yeah, yeah um, love her our, our leading man. I I didn't know who he was, but he was fantastic. And he delivered this beautiful, heartfelt performance. I cried a little bit. Aww. You know, it was it was touching and good. And he was very good. And mm-hmm. I want to see more from him, definitely, for sure. Anyway, it was a very fun experience. I, um, I got some popcorn and I got a Mr. Pib, which is very rare for me to see Pib here in Chicago. Um, especially on the, on the fountain when it's Coke products, Pib is not normally part of that. And so I was so excited. I tried to do diet, Mr. Pib wasn't doing it because I'm on a diet. I wasn't doing it for me. So I did half diet, half regular. You know what I think it is though? I, Pib? I think because Pib was a big part of my childhood. It was my favorite as a kid. And I think maybe I was craving that childhood taste and the mm-hmm. diet wasn't doing it for me because back then there wasn't diet pib. And so I tried the diet, didn't like it. So I, I compromised with my fat self and I mixed and did half diet, half regular, and that was fine. Anyway, that was a very fun experience. So thank you very much, Flashback Weekend, for hooking us up with passes to that. And yeah, thank you, thank you mm-hmm. Nina. Nina actually got the passes and invited me. So thank you, Nina, for inviting me because that was amazing. Yeah, I knew you wanted to see it. <laughs> yeah, it was so amazing. And I'll say this about it. They, uh, being a Disneyland girl, because I grew up in California, we, we went at least once a year when I was a kid, right? And being a spooky girl, the Haunted Mansion was always my most favorite ride ever in the world. Mm-hmm. So they incorporated the best parts of the ride in the movie. Nice. Not only that, before that, I went down this whole documentary rabbit hole because I was looking for mm-hmm. some like supplemental material that I watched as a kid that were made in it was made in like the seventies. <laughs> I found it eventually, but not before I found some really cool documentaries. And the movie incorporated a lot of like the original effects artists of the ride that that Aww. weren't part of it to the finish. So they really it was a really cool homage. And some of the original storylines of the ride. So it was a really cool homage to what the ride started off as going to be and then what it ended up as. And I think they did a really good job at that. And I really like that. Sweet. But if you didn't if you didn't know all those fun facts, if you didn't know the documentaries, then you wouldn't know this. But I thought it was so neat and I really respected that of them. So we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, thank you, Nina, for uh, having me out. It was a fun night. Um, I really have, compared to you guys, I haven't hardly watched anything at all. I watched, um, like I said, that Allison's birthday just got put on screen box. So I watched half of that and then I got busy and I couldn't finish it, but so excited. And then I watched Subspecies Part One. Yes. <laughs> and I think I like part two better because Kevin Spiritus is in it. But it's been... Of course you do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't seen Subspecies 1 in a very, 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 very long time. So um, I watched that and I went down the weirdest rabbit hole this Uh-oh. week. I went down the weirdest 
YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I went down an Ed McMahon rabbit hole. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that isn't the weirdest statement you've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. But I believe you because it's you. <laughs> so what had happened was my former oh coworker Naisha. I know. My former coworker Naisha told me like a month and a half, two months ago that the Ed McMahon and the Publishers Clearinghouse is, is the Mandela effect. It never really happened. That's this new thing going on. <laughs> okay. 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 Like, there's, there's nothing online. There's nothing on YouTube. There's no commercials. There's nothing. It never happened. We're all imagining it. I'm like, nah. So I forgot about this conversation Ooh. until I was on Instagram <laughs> and I saw uh, one of those really cool like accounts that talk about like Gen X and Gen Z, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Her name is Kelly something or other. And she mentioned it and brought it up. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I, I did some digging. I sleuthed my way around. <laughs> I didn't find any commercials, which is a damn shame. But I did find an interview that he did with <laughs> Tom, Tom Green. And he talked, <laughs> he talked for three minutes about all the things he did working for the Publishers Clearinghouse. Wow. Which leads me to believe what happened to all those commercials? Seriously, I can't believe no one has them at all. They're nowhere. And even if you Google it, they're telling you you, all, you imagined it. They're telling you you're crazy. Google's huh. gaslighting us. Because Ed said himself that he did it. What's hilarious yeah. is after this conversation you had, you forgot about the conversation. <laughs> just adding oh. to the conspiracy of the whole thing. Well... To be fair, Damn. the conversation happened at work, and at work, I got a million trillion things going in and out of my brain, so I discard a lot of what I take in when I'm at the office anyway. Listen, let me have my conspiracy theory, okay? <laughs> we'll see if I can get this conversation next week. Anyway, I went, it's, it's, it's on, oh. it's, it's in the episode now. It happened. It happened. It did happen. Don't let I, so, Google tell you differently. It happened. Yeah. So I, I went down the Ed McMahon rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I and he said himself that he done did it and he gave away so and so many millions of dollars and took the checks to the houses and he really did all that stuff so I saved this video and I'm going to put it on our YouTube <laughs> channel the doll's YouTube channel you'll be able to find this video for yourself so that way when someone tells you that the publisher's clearinghouse and Ed was the Mandela effect you can refer them to that video and say well he says he did it Yeah. anyway <laughs> that was my that was that took a lot of my time. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. It was, I said, I can't wait to talk about this because it was oh hilarious. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> even crazy. That's even crazier than your, than Big your Arbor point. Day rabbit hole. It took was a lot it of Arbor Day that you went yeah. on the rabbit hole? Yeah. Okay. This is even yeah. weirder than your Arbor Day rabbit hole. <laughs> it is. I went down the Ed McMahon rabbit hole it Ooh. happened he said so he also said in another interview with someone else like Jalen or something i don't remember which one but he only meant like slightly mentioned it there but hmm. he talked about it for like three or four minutes with tom green and i love tom green so <laughs> so i uh... I know he's dead, wow. so he can't, like, correct them now, but that's probably why they're doing it, because he's dead and he can't defend himself. 
Anyway, yeah, summer in the Edmonton rabbit Ouija hole. Boards. Yeah, so that's that's what happened to me this week on my watching. <laughs> it oh took my a lot God. of my time. <laughs> oh yeah, I I don't I I don't even believe it. This that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I mean, myself too, but wow. yeah, that's, that's what happened. Oh, he also, he also predicted that um, eventually we were going to be able to make phone calls and, and do everything we can do on our phones, on our watches. Was he like a like a, a prophet of some kind? I think so. <laughs> That's what I said. Because at this time, when this interview was done, I think it was like 2006, the iPhone 1 had just come out. So it was like smartphones were brand new. Wow. Yeah. Brand new. So, so our smart watches forget about it, right? Um, but he said with technology, it's going to be like Star Trek, and we're going to be able to do everything we can do on our cell phones on our watches. And hey, Apple, iWatch, Fitbit, all that stuff. Look what we're doing now. Mm, it thickens. The plot thickens. <laughs> yep. Is he dead? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, go down a rabbit hole on that one for us. No, thanks. <laughs> Not true. Anyway, right. Ed McMahon. And I'll tell you something also. I learned a lot about Ed McMahon. I bet you did. <laughs> and I have a, a deep respect for the man now. Yes. I didn't dislike him before. But hearing him talk and tell his stories, I'm like, wow, this guy fucking legend man like what mm -hmm. oh my god so loved him love him love him wish he was still alive so i could tell him so but that time has passed anyway i i digress ed mcmahon rabbit hole check it out <laughs> <laughs> listeners have you heard about the ed mcmahon mandela effect scandal thing because yeah. um <laughs> we'd yeah. like to know what you've found please tell me you have a video like a commercial I we know need this. It's out there somewhere. All those people who have VHS tapes of things, they've got to be on there somewhere. Has to be. Right. Well, that's wow. all I got. I'm done. Are you guys done? I'm yeah, done. with that, I I'm done. I don't <laughs> I don't have anything I can add to that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Next, I believe we have Friday the 13th part 5 coming up. Woo woo whoop. whoop. And then we have what was your movie again? Natty Knox. Natty Knox coming brand up. Brand new. Check that one out in preparation. Brand, brand new. I'm sure not a lot of people have seen it yet. So go prep for our episode. Watch that. Because like we say, spoilers up the wazoo, wazoo in this one. this one. Yes. And then concluding, of course, with Halloween 6 to wrap up spooky season. All right, guys. With that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And I'm Nina. And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls or offer any movie suggestions, feel free to send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. If you really like the podcast and want to help out financially so that the dolls can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah, daddy make me feel safe. Like, <laughs> daddy Nicholas Cage make me feel safe. But he yeah. lost him. <laughs>
Hey, he was holding his hand the whole time. He was, That's but not kid. really because he lost him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a cautionary tale, witches are not. You know, pay attention. You, you turn your back for two seconds, and the kid goes missing, especially in a carnival situation, especially in a Halloween situation. Everyone's masked up. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a cautionary tale. Is that all you had, Nina? Yeah. Okay, so while you were doing that, I I googled uh, <laughs> Nick Cage audiobooks. Oh, <laughs> he narrated Davy Crockett. The kids oh, okay, book. nice. Uh, it's only twenty minutes long. <laughs> nice. so I know what I'm doing later. So if you right. want to Crockett in, you can go listen to that on Audible. He did not narrate this, but this is amazing. It is a book on Audible again, read by Keith Sellen Wright, written by Keith Phillips. It is called Age of Cage, Ooh. and it's his picture. So it is about him. So Beautiful. it's it's a it's a it's a book about him. I'm not sure if it's a biography. Age the cage. Yeah. So that sounds like a winner too. I'm just saying. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. He You're needs welcome. to do one more. He does. Thanks to Jamie, though, um, he will forever now be known as Daddy Cage. Yes. <laughs> one by one, I'm turning them into our favorite daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Kane. I forget who else we got, but <laughs> one by one, I'm getting them. Never let go.